In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Render to Caesars the things that are Caesars, and to God the things that are God's. The things that we have to render to Caesar, that is to say to the earthly authority, are in a certain sense very easy to know. There is a kind of uh, a list of uh, duties that we have to render to the state, to wherever we live. We must be good citizens. We know that we have, if possible, to vote. We have to pay our taxes. We have to defend our country. The list is known to us and, in a certain sense, easy to remember. And we are almost all ready to fulfill that, to fulfill our duties. We know them exactly. But as regards the things we have to render to God, too often we just content ourselves with the minimum necessary. And then we hope that God will be satisfied with that. We attend every Sunday Mass. We make some regular donations. We sponsor, we support some Catholic events. We say a few prayers every day, and we try not to forget God too often during the day. And then we hope that God will be content with that, and we consider that we then may have the right to say and to do almost whatever we want. By doing this, we place religion at the same level as the world. We place, we put God at the same level, at the same place as Caesar. But our religion, dear brethren, comes from above. Our religion is not a list of duties that we have to fulfill only, but our religion is divine. It's inspired by God himself. It comes from God and is explained and revealed in the Catholic Church. Our religion is not only a list of uh, a moral code, a list of prescription. If we content ourselves with that, we are just as good Pharisees who, like those who, just like those who tried to set a trap for our Lord. Remember the Holy Scripture. God is a jealous God. He is expecting from us a little bit more than an exact amount of our duties. For he is neither the big watchmaker nor a strict accountant. Our God is not a banker. I think you heard that two weeks ago from Canon Norman. But he is our beloved Father. That is why our Lord restored all things to their right place. We have to render to God what is God's. Today in the Gospel, we heard how Jesus, our Lord Jesus Christ, was asked to reply to a question. The Jewish people asked him to answer yes or no if they had to pay their taxes to the Roman Empire. Jesus didn't want to give them any argument, but rather he rather returned with another question. He showed one side of the coin and asked them, whose this image is this? And the inscription. The deeper question 
we, that we have to consider doesn't regard any emperor, any president, but God. Today, our Lord asks us this question, whom do you belong to? And the answer can only be correct if you remember the catechism. One word in the catechism, character. What is the character? A sacramental character is an indelible spiritual mark. That means, regardless the state of our soul, as baptized members, as members of the mystical body of Christ, we all bear in our soul the indelible mark of Christ. It is engraved, it is carved in golden letters in our soul, and nothing can erase it. This mark, sometimes, I know, could be slightly forgotten. It could be forgotten if we have been lazy in our spiritual life, if we stopped practicing during a, f a time here on, in our life. But uh, the, this mark is indelible. It cannot be erased. And what can only happen is uh, some uh, kind of uh, layers could be put on the top of that. All these layers, dear brethren, are like layers of ashes. But under the ashes, the embers are always present. And these embers are ever burning. They, are, they can never get cold. The ashes over the embers are the layers made by our own personal sins, by our own personal imperfections by also our lack of contrition, and they prevent Christ from shining in us. In November, we often meditate on the holy souls in purgatory, and among all the prayers we raise to God, we may also remember the words of St. Catherine of Genoa. She wrote, the flames of, God, the flames of love in purgatory remove the rust and stain of sins. And again, the flames of love fill the souls there with an intense longing for God's eternal embrace. Devotions are important. And if you ask our, one of our patron saints, Saint Francis de Sales, about devotion, he will remind us these words, this beautiful teaching. He says, devotions can lead us to a deeper conversion. He wrote, devotion is an attitude that enables us to practice the commands and counsels of God frequently, carefully, and promptly. Devotion is that spirit that inspires us to love God, ourselves, and one another in a lively, enthusiastic and energetic manner. With the devotions, with the spirit of Saint Francis de Sales, we see how we need to blow on the embers. And even more, on a much easier way, all we need to do is invite the Holy Ghost to blow on the ashes and cause the embers to shine again. The same saint, Saint Francis de Sales has this saying, he said many times, to encourage us. A sad saint would be a sorry saint. The saints are meant to attract us 
and to inspire, to inspire us to follow Christ, not to bore us or think that we could never be worthy enough to follow in their footsteps. This is one of the optimistic, one of the joyful spiritual program we must remember today. What is our personal task? It is to render to God the things that are God's. We must labor to render our souls Christ-like. We must cooperate with God's grace and embrace a life of virtue in order to restore the beauty of our soul. Today, the good Lord in his church asks us this question, whom do you belong to? Let us remember that what belongs to God is the image, the reflection of himself in our nature, in which he created us. What belongs to God is his life, which he offers us with the gift of sanctifying grace. Christianus alter Christus, a Christian is another Christ. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.